Is the narcissist the bad guy? Are narcissists truly villains? Or is there more to the behavior than just meets the eye? Well, once you think that the possibility of just trying to understand about narcissism and the question of like, wait a second, is he the bad guy or not? Because sometimes you get into this rut and this idea of like, I don't know what to believe. Do I believe what he's saying or do I believe what's happening or do I believe what he's demonstrating? Do I believe how I'm feeling? What do I actually believe? And this topic of narcissism has provoked a lot of different controversies, a lot of different ideas, a lot of different, oh, there's too much information about narcissism or everybody's a narcissist now. But at the end of the day, I want you to consider, is the narcissist the bad guy? What does it actually look like? If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness about narcissistic abuse. I'm the founder of Brown Motivations, the Crave the Narc app, and your guide in the seven-day challenge that we call Escape Toxicity. To be able to help you step free from the toxicity that you're currently in or the mindset that you're in that is leaving you stuck with a toxic person. Today in this video, I want to kind of talk through this idea of narcissists. Are they just bad guys or what does this actually look like? How does it actually show up? And even how it's shown up in my life that I wasn't the bad guy. I was always the good guy, right? That's what I wanted to believe and that's what I wanted to project to other people. So if you're listening or watching on, on any of the podcasts or any of the channels, oh, thank you so much for watching. If you, can get, if you can already, like and subscribe, rate, review, share this because you never know when you share this with someone else, it might be able to help them break free from the toxicity that they're stuck in. So the first thing I want to be able to touch on is just the narcissistic personality. Like narcissistic personality disorder as a whole is geared in this way of toxicity. It's geared in this way of being abusive. It's geared in this way of being bad. And the majority of times when people think about narcissistic personality disorder, like they look at it and they're like, yeah, this is pretty awful. Well, it's true because when you match it up to the DSM-5, to the nine diagnostic traits that actually are a part of narcissistic personality disorder, they're not necessarily ones that are going to make you feel good or make you feel better or be something that works in a positive way in a relationship. All the different nuances and pieces of narcissistic personality disorder oftentimes lead to an end result of being abusive. Even in the nine traits, it talks about being manipulative or personally exploitative of other people. Not really nice things, right? But this aspect of narcissists and how it actually matches up, a lot of times there's incongruences of like people like, well, are they actually that bad? Do they actually look this way? Are they actually the bad guy? Like, I don't even know. And a lot of times that's because it is focused on the cognitive dissonance of what do you actually believe? Do you actually believe the toxic behavior? Do you actually believe what he's saying or do you believe what he's showing? And this back and forth produces this dissonance of like, I don't know what's actually true. I don't know what to believe. I don't know what to focus on. The majority of time leaves you stuck in a relationship that you don't want to be in. But at that point, it seems too late and you're like, I don't know how to get out. So in my relationship, I would tell myself that I was the good guy. It wasn't necessarily something I sat down and gave like a mantra in the mirror of like, I'm a good guy, I'm a good guy. And, you know, I didn't really do that, but it was this idea and this thought that was always in my head that I was the good person, even though I was doing things that were abusive, even though I was doing things that were hurtful and harming other people. I didn't want to believe that. I just wanted to view myself as I am the good guy. It's one of my seven lies that I uncovered in going through the Wake Up Warrior Challenge and the, in the work that I've done with them, also inside of therapy of being like, hey, there's things in my life that I believe that has just been my truth. It hasn't even been fact. It hasn't even been reality. But I wanted to 
believe that it was reality because that's what I wanted to believe in the moment. That's the truth that I wanted to accept in the moment that I was just a good guy. And so I would view it in the way that I wanted to view it, even though the facts didn't actually support that. Think of it this way. Like I wanted to tell myself I'm a good guy because I go to work, because I make the money, because I show back up at home. That's it. Okay, so like, like there's this aspect that a lot of men have in this idea of like, oh, I provide, so therefore I'm a good person. No, not at all. But that's the lie I was telling myself. I'm a good person because I show up. I'm a good person because I actually come home. But what did the facts actually demonstrate? The facts were a completely different story. The facts were I was completely disconnected when I walked in. I didn't care about my family. I didn't care about the kids. I didn't care about the things that were happening in the house. All I cared about was what I wanted in the moment. I also didn't show any love or respect to my wife because I was gaslighting her as of being emotionally and mentally abusive, and I was cheating on her at the same time. So this whole aspect of like, I'm a good person, didn't match up. But I wanted to believe that it did, so I felt better about myself. What you're going to see is when you're involved with a toxic person, they do not live in the same reality that you do. You might look at the facts of the situation and be like, wait a second, this doesn't match up. And he's still over there being like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm a good person. You'll see people with narcissism that start to exhibit different pieces of abuse, manipulative behavior, lack of empathy, they crave this constant validation that oftentimes will result in how they're actually treating you or how they're abandoning you to make themselves feel better about the situation, okay? So this question then is, is the narcissist the bad guy comes down to what are they actually showing? What are they actually doing? What are they actually demonstrating on a day-to-day -day basis? You might be here today and you might be like, I don't really know what they're showing because I feel like I'm confused every time we talk. Every time I sit down and I try to have a talk with him of how it's affecting me, I walk away apologizing. I walk away getting frustrated. I walk away yelling at him when I was just coming to the table trying to talk to him about something. And then it seems like I don't even know what to believe because he goes from one extreme to the other. You might be at the place today where you are so confused in the toxic relationship you're in, you might not even view it as being toxic. It might just feel normal. It might just feel what you were raised in or how you grew up. And you might be thinking, hey, this isn't so bad. At least he's not hitting me. At least he's not hitting me had several people that have said that before to me over the years in coaching calls and working with different clients. And they've played it off as if it didn't matter. They played it off as if it was a small thing of like, well, at least this isn't happening. But when we play that game, you can keep upping the ante of how much that person is abusing you. As long as there's a bigger and a worse abuse above it, you can always continue to move it up. Well, at least he's not yelling at me. Well, at least he's not hitting me. Well, at least he's not cheating on me. And all it does is it starts to justify the things that are underneath that this person's not showing up real or honest or being vulnerable or willing to actually work with you in the relationship. But instead, they're just continuing down the same destructive path. This whole concept of thinking, wait a second, are the, are the narcissists the good guys or the bad guys? Is he actually a bad guy? Like, is it really that bad? Oftentimes, it's a way to try to minimize it. It's a way for you to justify the relationship that you're in. This happens so many times when people are like, well, if I knew he was a narcissist, then it would be better. Like, if I could just get him to admit it, 
If I could just get the diagnosis, if I would, if I would just understand that he is a narcissist 100%, then I would be able to move on. No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. Talk to countless people is that we walk through and they know what's actually there, but it doesn't change the reality that they're still stuck. That they're still a slave to this other person. Because of what's going on in their mind. Because of their truth in that moment that's not actually based on the facts. They want to believe that that other person cares. They want to believe that that other person is loving to them. They want to believe those things instead of looking at the reality. What do the facts actually say? He's showing up in an abusive way. This piece that people don't want to hear about the narcissist not caring about you, about the narcissist being the bad guy, by the narcissist, all these things come down to the simple fact of you actually embracing the facts of the situation. Not your truth, not my truth, not anyone else's truth, but just the facts of the situation. What is this person actually demonstrating? You see, I can talk a good game and I can say oh, I'm this great person because I, I show up, I provide, I put a roof over their heads, I do all these different things, right? But then when it comes down to it, how I show up is what is actually determining who I am. Like the actions that I do on a day-to-day -day basis is what makes the difference between a positive and a negative relationship. So when you're looking at your relationship, I want you to think, how is he actually demonstrating that he's a good person? How is he actually demonstrating that he loves you? How is he actually demonstrating that he's a good dad? This is a big one because a lot of people are like, well, he abuses me, but he's a good father. He abuses me, but he's a good father. Those don't match up because your kids see that. Because your kids start to pick up on that. You're like, no, they, they don't, they see it. The majority of the time, the, the kids in the relationship typically know which parent is narcissistic way before the other parent does. Because they don't know what they're seeing, but they can feel it. They have an idea. They know something's off and something's wrong. Don't fall for the lie that minimizes the abuse that you're in. Because you're questioning, is he actually the bad guy? I want you to consider at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if the person's bad or good. It just matters what the facts. What are the facts about the situation? What is he actually demonstrating on a day-to-day -day basis? What is the evidence that you're actually seeing? Does the evidence point to positivity and a growing healthy relationship? Or does it point the opposite way? Make your decision based on that. Not about the opinions, not about your truth, not about his truth, not about my truth, not about anybody else's truth, but just the facts of the situation. What is actually real? What are you actually seeing? Otherwise, you'll minimize the abuse, you'll push it to the side, and you'll try to believe a different reality so you don't have to face the current reality that you're in.